Hi everyone, welcome back to another Explaining lesson. Today, Gray and I are having a conversation. So, hi Greg. Hello, hello. <laughs> hi everyone, I'm Mary Daphne for those of you who may not know us. So, today's topic is a really interesting one because it's all about how to be professional. Mm. So, you can think of exuding executive presence, you can think of just being more professional in your casual interactions as well as in your professional interactions. Great, yeah, I, I think it's a, an aspiration that we all have, right, to be more professional. It never hurts to be more professional. Um, and, you know, professional doesn't necessarily mean formal but it does mean um, getting people to take you more seriously. It's so true. Right? And I'm glad that you brought that up because I'll give an example. I am following a, a fitness program uh, right now. I have been for several weeks now. And, you know, the, the personal trainer in there is very professional. And you might think, well, workouts are not, you know, that's a casual thing. It's not you know, a business meeting type situation or anything, but she's so professional and she exudes this authority and this credibility that make me really trust her. And, and I was going to say, try one of her workouts and then and then tell me if it's casual. <laughs> yeah, I mean, should I tell them who it is? Sure, sure. All right, so check her out. I really like her so much. Her name is Caroline, Caroline Jervin. Jervin or Gervin, I'm not really sure about the pronunciation, but just find her on YouTube. Um, and if you check out the other channels, um, I think the Grace and Grit one, I talk about her on there in obviously a positive light because she's amazing. And it's worth checking her out simply because I think she does, like you're saying, a good a good job of exuding professionalism um, in a context that people might think would be difficult to do so. Exactly. And so this could be something when you're in, maybe you uh, sell paintings or you are doing something that doesn't seem professional to others, even though it is, you can still show your professionalism, your credibility and mm -hmm. your authority in whatever it is you do, even if it's not considered, you know, like businessy or, yeah, exactly. and I'm putting that in quotes, obviously, because, yeah. you know, that's all relative. All right, so let's get right into it. The first thing is to be concise mm. and not over explain something or over elaborate. Just say what needs to be said. So in a succinct way. Yeah, I like being concise uh, for many reasons, one of which is professionalism. Um, and in terms of professionalism, I think being concise, it shows that you know what you're gonna say, right? That um, you are decided on it, that um, you've put thought into it, mm -hmm. um, and that you you feel strong or you're confident about it, right? Yeah. Being concise basically just demonstrates um, you, uh, I think confidence is, is the biggest part of it, Definitely. right? Just that you know what it is you want to convey and how, how you plan to convey it. Yeah. So no need for, you know, to be verbose or add extraneous information mm -hmm. or being superfluous with your examples, nothing like that. So keep that one in mind. Yep. That's a good okay. one. Then we have speaking in a deeper tone. Mm. So finding a tone in which you are confident, let's say you're having a conversation with a friend and you're explaining something that you're passionate about or that you know a lot about, use that tone. So find that sort of power pitch tone. 
so that you can come off as even more authoritative. And, you know, everyone has a different spectrum of tonalities, but try to find the, the deeper one. Yeah. And that doesn't mean you have to talk in an artificially low voice. To your point, if you have a naturally higher pitched voice, that's perfectly fine. But you still have a spectrum, yeah. right? You can go from high to low. So within your comfort range, find the lower point, right? The lower point of that spectrum. Yeah. Um, because the, the lower, when you speak in a lower voice, it, it requires, uh, I think, more air, right? And if you have more air to breathe, it also suggests that you're breathing deeply. Mm, and if using you, your diaphragm. Using your diaphragm. Your powerhouse. All of which are part of being calm, mm -hmm. right? So it's hard to speak in a low authoritative pitch if you're feeling nervous. That When you're feeling nervous, you tend to squeak, you know, and, and be, um, it's much more shrill. Yeah. So by speaking a lower voice, it shows that you're calm and collected. I'm glad you brought that up, Eric, because, you know, people come on to our channel asking us about their shaky voice and their squeaky voice, and that's a lot, we have videos about that that you should definitely check out if that's something that you want, but it's also about figuring out, you know, are you, where are you breathing from? Mm -hmm. So don't yeah. constrain your, your voice and your vocal cords because you're not getting enough air there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Ready for the third one? Yeah. Let the work speak for itself. So mm -hmm. I'm going to circle back to Caroline again, the fitness trainer um, that I follow on YouTube. And her work is the, the programs and the workouts she designs. They're extremely high quality. They're no nonsense, like nothing about quick results or, you know, you get smaller here or something. It's nothing like that gimmicky or just fake stuff. It's about like powerful workouts. This is how you do it. This is correct form. Mm -hmm. You know, try this. We're going to do these supersets. And it's just very high quality. So let the work speak for itself, right? If you're selling paintings, let the paintings do the talking. No need for you to try to explain, you know, what you meant by doing this way or that way or that brush stroke means this. It's about letting your work speak for itself. Yeah, I, I, th I think Caroline's a great example there too because she actually doesn't do that much speaking, right? <laughs> most of Most of what she's doing is actually nonverbal. Um, and it does speak for itself, right? People, yeah. she has a huge following and she, yeah. doesn't, she doesn't need to do that much convincing to get you to do it. It's just good. And the other reason I like letting the work speak for itself is it gives the other person an opportunity to ask questions, right? That's a good one. If yeah. you're filling the air with talk and, and hyping up whatever it is you're talking about, um, the other person doesn't have uh, an opportunity to ask the questions they, they, they might view as important. Yeah. So you could be, you know, going off on this elaborate <laughs> tangent about something, some aspect, let's say you're pitching a product. You could be going into depth about something they couldn't care less about. Yeah. And because you talked so much, they never got an opportunity to, to ask the question about the feature they did care about. Yeah, that's right? a good point. So yeah, letting the work speak for itself um, is, is great for a number of reasons. One of which is giving them, uh, the, you know, the people you're trying to convince an opportunity to, to speak as well. Right, it's like the whole action behind it. Let mm -hmm. that speak louder than what you're saying. Yeah. And then the last one is to under promise and over deliver. That's one of your favorites, Greg. Yeah, it you, is. You talk a lot about that in different contexts, so I'm gonna let you explain that. <laughs> well, you know, I what it really comes down to is you don't wanna hype up 
what you're you, you want to set the right expectations that's yeah. really what it comes down to mm-hmm. you want mm-hmm. the right expectations in pretty much every aspect of life whether it's a relationship a business partnership mm-hmm. whatever it is a workout <laughs> a workout you want to be clear about uh, what you're going to deliver yeah before you do it and if you say you're going to deliver something and then you deliver less that's going to piss people off whereas if you said you were going to deliver less and you deliver less they might be annoyed, but at least you kind of, they, they were they were expecting it, right? Right, right. They weren't surprised by it. Mm-hmm. When you surprise them in a negative way, that's a far more strong negative reaction. So you don't want to do it. Now, uh, I do like uh, uh, under-promising and over-delivering. Right. Um, but some people, bold people, will say over-promise and then over-deliver. Oh, yeah. Well, right? that's a great way to get burnt out. It is. I think yeah. it's dangerous. Um and I actually don't subscribe to it, but you may hear it. And conceptually, it's still correct, right? Mm-hmm. In that as long as you're delivering more than whatever expectation you set, fine, go for it, go big, go as big as you can. But it's much easier to get a positive reaction for sure. if you set a very achievable goal and then go beyond that goal. Yeah, that's the key, achievable, right? Making these attainable and not so like out of the out of this world that you can't even fathom completing it. Yeah. So these are four things to keep in mind when you want to ramp up that professionalism. And like we said earlier, right, it doesn't necessarily have to be that you're these are for when you're in the boardroom or when you're in an interview. It can be when you just you want to garner that authority and that respect from people because we're all deserving of it. And finding little ways to add some more professionalism um, never hurt anyone. So it just makes you look better and it makes you look even more credible um, in what you're doing. And it helps helps you get the outcome that you're looking for, right? Which to me is the most important thing. What's the outcome? Yeah. And the more professional you you, uh, project, the more professionalism you project, the more likely you are to uh, get the outcome you're looking for. So true. So keep those in mind and let us know how those go for you. And if you have any other ideas on how to become more professional, then share those with us and the community. Yeah. All All right. right. We'll see you in another exploring lesson. Bye for now and happy exploring. Happy exploring.